Hi ladies, welcome to Breakout Women's Bible Study. I'm Janice Moise. Thank you so much for joining me. My goal is to help you fall in love with the Word of God. I love my Bible and I look forward to reading it each and every day. Have you ever asked yourself, is this God speaking to me or it is just my own thoughts? The Word of God is the only thing that can divide between your spirit, your soul, and your flesh. On this podcast, we go through the Bible one chapter at a time. I love to read the Bible out loud. Many years ago, after I had my last child, I was feeling overwhelmed trying to balance it all. And I remember seeking God about how I was feeling. He led me to start reading the Bible out loud. Everything changed once I prioritized reading the Word of God out loud. And you also get a double benefit when you read the Word out loud. The Word gets inside of your heart and faith comes from hearing. Today we are studying the 13th chapter of John. Please follow along as we read the chapter out loud. If you do not have a Bible near you, you can still follow along by downloading the Bible app. Once we are done reading the chapter out loud, we will pick out a few scriptures for our devotional time. Ladies, get your cup of coffee or tea and let's get into the Word of God. John chapter 13 verse 1. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen. But this is to fulfill the scripture. He who shares my bread has lifted up his heel against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am he. I tell you the truth. Whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified. I tell you the truth, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, son of Simon. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan 
entered into him. What you're about to do, do quickly, Jesus told him. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the feast or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. When he was gone, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now. Where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, Where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you really lay down your life for me? I tell you the truth. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you and praise you. Father, we worship you and honor you. Father, we ask you for revelation knowledge of your word. We ask you, Lord God, to open up the scriptures to us so that we can see what we have not been able to see before. And so, Father, we covenant with you to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we will be focusing our study on verses 34 through 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. My topic today is, are you known for your love? If you look at the secular meaning of love, it describes it as a feeling. It describes love as an intense feeling or a deep affection. But the Bible refers to love as an action verb. I once had a very high-maintenance friendship, is what I would call it. This friendship was very one-sided. I was always there for her, but she seemed absent whenever I needed her. She never really saw my value as her friend. She spent most of the time talking about herself, and she never really got to know me. And I felt like I was tolerating her because of my commitment to love broken people. Out of the blue, she began pulling away from me. She started taking a long time to respond to my calls and my texts. Eventually, this friend just stopped answering my calls and she stopped answering my texts. A few years went by without me hearing from her. And one day, she called me out of the blue. And I'm not going to lie, when I saw her number, all these negative thoughts came flooding into my mind. Who does she think she is? Just walking in and out of my life. Well, she is a child of God. I heard this in my spirit. What if you treated her as if she had never done anything to you? Hmm, what a novel concept. I picked up the phone and I proceeded to do just that. And the interesting thing is the moment I picked up the phone, all the resentment left. And she was able to confess to me that she had had a few rough years. And unfortunately, some people, when they're going through a hard time, they isolate themselves. I wish she had confided in me earlier. And we ended up having a really great conversation. And that conversation reminded me of why I had become friends with her in the first place. God wants us to love, especially those who are hard to love. God does not treat us according to what we deserve. So we should not treat others according to what they deserve. God is a merciful God. And aren't we glad about that? 
highly recommend that you study 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 8, and look it up in the Amplified Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 gives you a description of what love really is. Many married couples have fallen out of love because they have stopped acting in love, and they began relying on a feeling. Feelings are fickle. There is a thin line between love and hate, as the saying goes. But the thin line between love and hate is dependent on what you choose to focus on. The more you focus on what you don't like about someone, the more you dislike that individual. The more you focus on what you do like about someone, the more you begin to like that individual. Love is a firm decision. It is a decision to act in spite of what your feelings may be telling you to do. A few years ago, I watched a very interesting secular movie. In this movie, the wife was married to a man who loved her unconditionally. The husband was the ideal husband. Unfortunately, the wife could not see that. She spent most of her time telling her husband all the things that were wrong with him. She could not appreciate his good qualities, and she treated him with such contempt. One day, the husband met a woman who started treating him with respect, and the king rose up in him. The wife almost lost her husband because someone else noticed the treasure that she had been abusing. I was angry with the wife. What is wrong with this woman? Why couldn't she appreciate her husband? Why was she so focused on such menial things? After the movie ended, I was hit with the revelation. That woman was me. Although I was not vocal about my disappointments, I was still harboring those same feelings. My husband's faults seemed to be a mountain that separated us emotionally. I was so focused on what was going wrong with my marriage, I couldn't see the positive things about my marriage. That day, I decided to change my perspective, and I started spending time thinking about the great qualities that I liked about my husband. And I began to walk out 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1-8. through 8. Everything changed because I changed my focus. My husband and I, we are two imperfect people striving to love each other perfectly. And I thank God that we are in such a different place today. Now, my question for you today is, what are you choosing to focus on in your relationship with others? Are you known for your love? We are all flawed individuals. As broken as some people are, we all deserve to be loved unconditionally. As the saying goes, love is oxygen to our soul. Without love, we are starved of affection. Our love walk should precede us. God wants us to be known by our love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 through 8 describes the type of love that we should walk in. Love is not simply an emotion. Love is an action verb. Love is shown through your actions. Are you known for your love? Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. Father, we ask you for the grace to walk in love with those who seemingly are hard to walk in love with. Father God, help us to see other people through your eyes. Help us to overlook the faults of others because we ourselves are imperfect. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that just as we are imperfect and you love us perfectly, help us to love others through their imperfections. Help us to not pick at their faults and help us to not focus on what is wrong with them, but help us to focus on how much you love them. And Father, because you love them unconditionally, we have to extend that same love to others. 
Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we will from this day forward be known by our love. Father, we commit to walk in love with all that we come in contact with. And Father, we ask you to forgive us for all the times that we fail to walk in love, for all the times that we judge others when we should have been loving them unconditionally. Father, we ask you for complete and total forgiveness. From this day forward, we choose to change our perspective and we choose to change what we focus on. We will be known by our love. And so, Father, we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Remember, this is your breakout year. It is time for you to rise up. We believe that as you spend time in the Word of God, you will laugh again, you will sing again, you will dance again, and your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Love you, ladies. Thank you.